As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, still have two coaching vacancies, the Seahawks and the Commanders, as Ben Johnson decides to stay with the Lions, even though there were reports that his price tag scared away these two teams, Seahawks and the Commanders, reportedly asking for $15 million. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The NBA has a scoring problem, too much of it. We'll talk to Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT, former NBA guard. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Let's see, final hour poll question, Seton. What are you thinking about? By the way, watching on Peacock, thank you. Downloading the app and, of course, listening on our radio affiliates around the country. All right, Seton. Well, we got a few up there, Dan. We got a few more uh, floating around, if you will. All right. Uh, Greg Olson should stay at Fox and bide his time or get out and find a new home. 71% say uh, get out and find a new home. (laughs) But then we also put up there, who would you rather have in the booth, Greg Olson or Tom Brady? Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're not afraid to ask the tough questions. (laughs) Wow. Uh, 73% have Greg Olson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we have nothing to go on with Tom Brady. I mean, he does have a radio show, but calling a game, analyzing a game, critiquing a game, we don't have anything to go on. I imagine if Brady's committed to it, he'll be all the way in on this. But I wonder, remember when Pat Riley was a commentator for NBC with Bob Costas with the NBA? And they, uh, the report was that Pat Riley was all in on being an analyst, that he built a set so he could sit behind the set to get ready to sit on the set with Bob Costas. Now, that might be going a little too far, but I do appreciate the dedication to preparation. And, uh, but he built the NBA set in his garage, and then he would sit behind the set. 
I mean, there's nothing that compares you for live TV or readies you for live TV until you do live TV. Because I can tell you everything about it. And then all of a sudden, the rundown changes. And then somebody in your ear goes, hey, uh, we don't have that interview right now. I need you to talk for 60 seconds more. And you could see the expression on analysts' faces. I mean, even host, where they'll go uh, ad-lib for 20 more seconds. And then somebody's in your ear. And then you're going to throw to, let's say, a Lamar Jackson interview. And they're going to go five, four. Now I'm talking. And they're talking in my ear. So I'll be saying, hey, coming up, we're going to have Lamar Jackson, uh, his sit down with uh, whoever, Rodney Harrison. Then they're going five, four, three, two. And uh, here's Lamar Jackson. Until you do it, you don't, I, I can try to prepare you. Yeah. I can tell you everything about labor. You know, when you're having a baby, or my wife can, until you do it, it's, there's no experience like it. It's like, hey, let me tell you what you need to do. And then you get into the throes of it. Not that doing a game is like having a baby, but you might feel that it'll be like you delivered something. You hope you delivered something by the end of the game. Yes, Mark. And it's like being in the background. TV is literally, my mom told me this. Hey, they don't care about the labor. Just show me the baby. Yeah. Like, and sometimes they don't know how long something will take. And they're like, well, why, why is it not done yet? Because um, it takes longer than you think. Or it needs to be done now. My mom was yelling. My mom, I worked with my mom before. She was like, Marvin, it needs to be done now. No, not now, right now. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it is, it is a crazy thing. Plus, you don't understand if I say, hey, um, we need you to talk 30 seconds on uh, the Patriots. These, you know, former athletes and coaches, they don't know what 30 seconds is. But you have to have that clock in your head. Like, okay, I got something to say, and I'm going to get it in in 30 seconds. They, a lot of these analysts would come into the mothership, and they would just talk and just keep talking. And I'd say, you know what, that's good, but uh, how about you cut off about 90 seconds of what you said? 90 <laughs> seconds? Yes. How about you just say, hit me with the punch, and then make it 20 seconds, 30 seconds. People will remember that. The longer you talk, the less they remember. And I would always say to Rodney Harrison and Tony Dungy, hit them. Hit them with the punch. Tackle them. If I give you a question, give them the answer. They'll remember that. If you start to kind of water it down and waver, people aren't going to remember. And that's what you want. You want them to remember what you have to say. And I think Tom will have to understand, which he will, you have a finite amount of time where you have to explain something and then get out. Next play finite amount of time get out and to be able to edit yourself i got to get the most important stuff in there instead of i don't get to talk for as long as i want because the format doesn't allow you to do that even if you're in studio you know they might say to nate burleson or bill cower hey um i'm gonna go to you for 30 seconds and uh nate i'll come back to you uh hopefully you got 30 seconds might have a little less well cower goes 40 so now Nate's got 20. So now you got to figure it out. I mean, that's how this works. The guys who are great make it look easy. That's why people want to do this. Whether it's sitting in this chair, being a host on you know Fox pregame, being an analyst, or sitting in the booth. The great ones make it look easy. And that's why people want to do it. That's why they think they can do it until you try to do it. 
Yeah, Paulie. And that ear, in the ear stuff isn't just you as the host. Like if you're doing a game, let's say Greg Olson's doing a game and he's in the middle of analyzing a, a play and there's an injured player, the, the network doesn't know necessarily whether they're going to break or not going to break. They're signaled from the field that they're going to break. And Greg Olson would be like, you know, look at here on third and down when they're trying to da-da-da-da. And I'll say, got to go break, 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 break. Because they have to get that break in a certain amount of time. All of a sudden, we'll be right back after this. And the, the analyst has to throw it a break sometimes he gets caught. We'll uh, get a poll question here for the final hour. And uh, once again, Jim Jackson will join us. We'll get some phone calls as well. Still down to uh, two NFL openings. Which one's better, Commanders or the Seahawks? I still like the Commanders because the level of expectation is low. You get this second pick in the draft. And you do have some cap room, and you have some talent there. Seattle, you got to make the playoffs. And I think Geno Smith is your quarterback. What else are you doing? How does it change with Pete Carroll not being in there? Also, I, I'm curious what happens with the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm, I, you know, try not to work the Cowboys in because you know everybody wants to. You know, they're the most popular team. But there, I think there is a real dilemma, and we talked about this at the beginning of the year, or at least maybe halfway through this season. you got Dak's con- contract, Micah Parsons' contract, CeeDee Lamb's contract. You're going to be able to pay all of those people? And Jerry Jones says he's all in. Uh, in fact, well, he was talking about he's all in on Dak Prescott, but he hasn't, hasn't had the contract extension with Dak. So you have your quarterback and your coach who don't have contract extensions. Is that going to continue? Are you going to go into the season with your quarterback and your head coach in uh, their final year? And then Michael Parsons and CeeDee Lamb in 2025 are going to want to get paid. And they're going to get paid at, you know, they're, they're amongst the best at their positions. They're going to get paid. Dak Prescott, you're going to ask him to rework that? You also have... The, the inner workings of what's going on with the families of players in the Cowboy organization. That you got the brother of, you know, like Micah Parsons, or no, I'm trying to think who's, it's uh, C.D. Lamb's mom, and then I think Micah Parsons has a family member involved in this as well, and then Dak's brother's involved in this as well. It doesn't bode well. But Jerry Jones says, you know, we go as far as Dak Prescott. Well, Dak had a really good year, and how far did they go? Another embarrassing loss in the postseason. And you're not changing anything. Still have Mike McCarthy there. You have Dak Prescott there. So that, that to me, is uh, you know, interesting. And, and Jerry Jones said, hey, you know, we're kind of like we got the ball to the rim, but we can't put it in the basket which I don't know why he used a basketball analogy, but he kept saying, you know, we, we're able to get the ball to the rim. We can't put it in the basket. But, you know, our goal is to get it past the rim and put it in the basket. Okay. Is Dak the guy? Are you going to extend him? Are you going to, you know, spend $60 million a year on Dak Prescott? Because that's probably what you're going to have to pay him. It's going to be, what, five, five for $300 million? <laughs> or just what you pay him this year and zero after that. Yeah, Marvin. What if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl next year and say, you know what? Boom. All good. I don't have to pay anybody. I got my Super Bowl. We're all good. I don't have to pay any of you. Oh, so you you let uh, Michael Parsons go and CeeDee Lamb go? Jerry wanted a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott. 
Mm. I, just winning one more is not enough. He can say, you know, he wants to win one more. You win one more, you're going to win one more after that. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Yeah, you don't become a billionaire that way. Yeah, right. I, I'm my billion. I'm good. You know, imagine if uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, they, I got my billion, I'm good. Whew, I couldn't take any more money here. I had a couple of phone calls in here. Julianne in San Diego. Hi, Julianne. Hey, Dan. Um, so my man is a Lions fan, born and raised in Detroit. And, of course, I'm now also a Lions fan. And I made a great mistake on Sunday while we were watching the game on the first fourth down that they didn't get points and he's yelling at the screen to take the points. I go, they're not going to lose by a field goal. <laughs> and then on the second one, he's yelling at the TV to take the points. And I went, it's okay. They're not going to lose by a field goal. And they lost by a field goal. So now I'm enduring all sorts of things. Like when I say, what do you want from the store? And he goes, six points, <laughs> uh, <laughs> things of that nature. So this is a level of heartbreak I haven't seen, and we're both members of the DDC. So just wanted to share that I made a huge mistake, and I hope to learn from it next year. No, thank you, Julian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything from the store, hun? Yeah, six points. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. So more heartbreaking, your dad dying or the Lions oh, losing. Oh, wow. Mm. Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff. I can answer that question. It ain't right about equal because you wake up the next morning realizing you thinking it was a dream. I mean, me losing my father was horrible, but this the whole city was up. I mean, the energy was spectacular. You're right there. And, I, I mean, we what was halftime like for you, Jeff? Halftime was exciting, but I did remind my homies that Atlanta Patriots – you don't cheer until it's over with. And, I mean, we were ecstatic, but... Wait, were the back, homies celebrating? Yeah, we were We were running around, jumping. The <laughs> liquor was flowing. I mean, we, we were having a good time. It was a show enough party going on down in the city of Detroit at halftime. I went to the store at halftime, and I have never, ever seen my city this happy. I mean, people opened their doors for each other, hugging strangers. <laughs> We're we going to get it. We're going to the Super Bowl. People making plans, and then boom. I mean, my goodness. If Reynolds catches the ball, if, if uh, Gibbs doesn't fumble, if they catch those interceptions, and I'm 100% with you, go on it on fourth. I live with that because we lived and died with that all year long, and the defense was horrible. That's what that that's what I was scared about because Sutton kept getting burnt. Sutton got burnt in the last game with uh with the with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it turns around and it happens again. Okay, what's more painful, Isaiah throwing the inbounds pass that Larry Bird stole, or what happened against the Forty ers Oh. <laughs> Probably they won a championship, so I can I, I'm gonna tell you what, what equals that Chris Weber's timeout because I'm a big Michigan fan. Ooh. That's probably the closest that I can remember that Chris Weber timeout because we were supposed to beat him. We were we had him on the ropes and we just couldn't finish the job. It, it, it's it, it, 
I'm just getting out the bed. I, I, I just got out the bed yesterday. I'm not even gonna lie to you, Dan. I was I, I was hit, man. I was hit. People, come on, let's go to breakfast, Jeff. Nope, I'm straight. I'll eat some cereal and lay back down and just look at the sky. I mean, the sun has not popped out here in Michigan since the Lions lost. I kid you not, dude. Well, Jeff, hang in there. Hang in there. It could always be Shea and Irving. He gets disappointed every year. You just got disappointed, you know, once every 50 years. True disappointment. Yes, Paul. So if you're comparing a terrible sports loss to losing your dad, when your team wins years later, it cleans up that sports loss. That's not like getting a stepdad years later. Mm. It doesn't clean up the loss of the dad. It doesn't equate, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Isaiah, when he had the uh, pass that Bird stole, the DJ, DJ, Louisiana. Uh, That one was shocking. You know, what happened with, you know, the Niners and Lions, you could see it unfold right in front of you. You're like, oh, my God, this is happening. Whereas, man, the Pistons are going to beat the Celtics in the garden, in a playoff game. They're going to win. And all Isaiah has to do is just imbalance the ball. And he did. Bird steals a DJ, DJ, Yes, Marv. Maybe you you guys are old enough. Were the Pistons that close to winning four? Like 87, Bird steals the ball, 88. They lose in seven to the Lakers, and then they win 89-90. Yeah. Were they that close to four? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Detroit. Yeah. You guys got two, though. Yeah. Not the Lions, though. Sorry. No. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll see if Jim Jackson agrees with me. The NBA has a, a scoring problem. Too much scoring here. And uh, he'll join us coming up next. More phone calls as well. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Nothing says I love you for Valentine's Day, quite like a bottle of Dan Patrick's moonshine. Tailgate moonshine. <laughs> Salted caramel and peppermint bark. Yeah, available at Dan Patrick. Dot com. Hey, honey, I'm home, and I brought the moonshine. <laughs> I loves you. Uh, Who what, loves love? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I love love. I was one of the first all in on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift yes. because I recognize love. Maybe I'll send them a bottle. Maybe uh, out in Vegas. That might be on the registry. Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT, Clippers analyst, Fox College basketball analyst. Always great to talk to Jim. All right, as a fan... <laughs> The most heartbreak that you've ever felt in your life was when what happened? Uh, my son missed a shot in the Final Four against Kentucky uh, to go to the championship game the first year they went. figure what year it was. With that Wisconsin team with Frank Kaminsky and those guys, that right there was, was it. If, and I had to do – you know, it was funny. After the game – I was working for the Big Ten Network, and I had to actually interview him after the game. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about some emotions, man. It was – but it, I mean, it was a great moment, you know, in regards to capturing the moment. But, you know, I can deal with my disappointment because that's something I can control a little bit more. But when it's your child and you watch that and then that happens, it's, it, it's something different, man. Okay, but can you separate yourself – from being dad to being a broadcaster doing your job to ask your son about this shot that he missed? Oh, no doubt, because I, I, I covered him from, um, you know, his freshman year, and they and the Big Ten Network actually took me off of his games, but I would do studio, we would do the Big uh, Ten championships, and I would interview him. But I always said this, that whether it's a personal relationship or a child or a sibling, to me, it's if you allow the game to dictate what you talk about, then you don't have an issue. Now, you may be able to provide a little bit more insight on a particular player because you have more personal knowledge. But as long as you let the game dictate what you talk about and not make it personal, <clears throat> I don't really see it. I, I never had an issue with it. 
I wonder if the NBA has a scoring problem. That there's too much scoring. Yeah. Is it possible to have too much scoring in the NBA? No, I mean you had that in the seventies. You had some high scoring, you know, going on in the seventies. So and I think um I think it's the rules itself. Even in the seventies it was physical, but guys scored the ball. I mean, that was I think that was the difference. The rules were a little bit a lot different in regards to the physicality, but yet there were outlier teams like the Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, uh back in those days, uh that would score a lot of points. Okay. Um today, you know, Davis Stern late, Adam Silver, late nineties, you know, talked about it, about Kevin Garnett, talked about, you know, what Steph does that they needed to change it up a little bit more freedom of movement. And now I think it's gone. We, we've gone to a point where it was not enough freedom of movement to way over the arch a little bit more to now as if you want a defensive player, a guy that really wants to make a name for himself. It's tough to do that in the league today because of the rules. Yeah. Nobody's really locking somebody down. It used to be like Gary Payton was the glove. Yeah, I mean, nobody comes in and, like, they have a nickname like that. Well, no, because it's, you know, then it, was, it wasn't as much in regards to switching defenses because size did matter in regards to those switches, okay? When you played the pick and roll, you got over the top, you trapped it a little bit, big guy got back. Um, you didn't switch small to big a lot, maybe guard to guard sometimes, forward to guard a little bit. But for the most part, you really did play a little bit more one-on-one defense with an individual. And trust me, I know I had to guard Michael Jordan a lot, so that wasn't always fun. But it was a challenge, you know, especially against some of the better players in the league that for the majority of the game, you were to get an opportunity to match up against them. Now it's so easy when the screen comes, oh, just switch it. Yeah. Just, just switch it. And you don't get penalized sometimes for it now. Teams will try to identify the weakest link in the defense, but then the way the rules are, too, with the switching, a little bit of zone defense, you can shift over a little bit more and kind of take that away at some point, sometimes, not all the time. I don't know if you heard Jason Kidd talking about Luka Doncic, that he's already better than Dirk, and you can put him in the atmosphere with Kobe and LeBron and Michael. Talent-wise. Talent-wise, scoring. That's what you say. Yeah, scoring. Not from a from a winning perspective. Now, again, it took Mike, you know, six years, seven years, eight, whatever, eight years to be able to really start to win and win big. Yeah, they, we forget about that. Dirk a little bit later. Dirk was a late bloomer in regards to his body, and again, the the game was more physical. He played on the post a little bit more as his career progressed. Remember, Dan, that's when he started to move out a little bit more play on the wing, play on the free throw line extended. Um, so that's the difference. Kobe had to go through his learning process early. Okay, The, the only person like LeBron and Michael, when he first came in the league, he was able to go. Kobe wasn't able to go. You know, he had to learn it. He had to go through that Utah series yeah. when he shot the air ball. He had to go through that. Luka came right in and, and, and was kind of anointed, which from his perspective, he was talented enough to be able to do that at 18 years old. Dirk wasn't at that time. 
when he came into the league. So I can see the comparison is why at this stage of their career, yes, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I just wonder why why put that out there that you're now you're putting in him in. I, I know as the coach you want to compliment your player. Yeah. I think there's enough pressure on Luca because he's gonna to get to that point just like Embiid. Hey, you know, Embiid's won these MVPs, you haven't won a title. We did that to the Joker. Hey, you won MVPs, you didn't win a title. Now he's won a title. Giannis, we did that to him. Luca's next in line too, where we're gonna go, okay. You're getting 73 in a game, but is your team going to be playing for a championship anytime soon? Well, let me ask you this, Dan. What, how was the question posed, and why did Jason talk about that? I mean, I think context is key with that, too. I don't know what the question was. but Yeah. Uh, if, I, I, don't, I don't know if Jason just offered that. Let's, it had to be some contextual background to why that he gave that answer at yeah. that time. Uh, I, we'll see if uh, we can find what that question was. We're talking to Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT, Clippers analyst here. But, you know, 70 points in a game, it's not that big a deal anymore. No, it's not. It's You know, now, you, you can't take that away from an individual because you still got to make some baskets. You still got to get to the free throw. Like you still got to do all those little things to be able to score the ball. But if that was, let's say, 2002, and you scored 73, I mean, it would be everywhere. It would. But now when you have 73, and then you have Devin Booker scoring 62 in the same night, <laughs> kind of what happened, who was it, when Embiid scored 70, and Carlton Town scored 62, 63. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. But, it, and again, as a basketball player, you don't want to take away from the individual what he did. But the game allows – it's like right now you're a big football fan. Back in the day, you don't think Joe Montana, uh, those Troy Aikman wanted to pass the ball 30 times, 40 times? Think about their career numbers and where they would be. Yeah. So that's why when I get into comparing numbers and, and stats, it's skewed because Larry Bird shot one or two three-pointers a game. Compared to Steph, and that's not taking anything away from Steph, but you got to put it in context. He's taking eight, nine, ten a game, so his numbers are going to be extremely higher in regards to makes and attempts. So that's why it's a little bit tougher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who is the most unguardable player in the NBA right now? The most unguardable, Embiid. Okay. And I say Embiid from Jokic's perspective, he. Jokic and Embiid, from from a different perspective, Jokic doesn't hunt shots. He just beats you. And I think Michael Malone and the Nuggets do an outstanding job of moving him around the board like a chess piece. So you just can't say, okay, we're going to take him away from the right block or left block or put him at the elbow. And He's everywhere. He'll bring it up the court, you know, and then make a play. So stopping him from doing what? Being very effective, not just scoring. See, sometimes Embiid struggles when we get into the playoffs, scoring-wise. They put a smaller guy on him. Why? Because now when you come to help, it's a big that comes to help. So that double team is different. With Jokic, I don't care what you do. He can beat you by having the triple-double and only have 18 points. That, to me, is unguardable because you can't take away everything that makes he and his team so effective. Okay, but the most unstoppable score that this guy could put up 81 points in a game. Oh, Embiid, you can't stop him. Okay. You can 
You cannot stop MB. If he wants to get to a spot, if he wants to post you up, he's going to get to the free throw. You can't. It's it's no physical matchup in the league that can take away if he's really determined. If he wants to put the ball in the hoop, nobody. Because he, unlike Giannis, he can step out and knock down a three, shooting like thirty-seven percent from three-point line. He shoots plus eighty percent from the free throw line. Well, I mean, they, what are you going to take away? If he's really determined and the team is really determined to get him the ball, what, what are you going to do? I mean, that's you, you can't stop it. LeBron had an interesting comment after last night's loss, and uh, you think I'll let you, I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you hear it. I, what is he saying in this passive-aggressive message? We could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. That's just the... What's our record? One, one game under 500 is what we've seen. Under 500? One game under 500. Yeah, 24-25. That's where we are. Okay. Who is he sending that <laughs> message to, Jim? Um, I like the point he said, what's our record? He already knew it. It was a, it was a rhetorical question. Then he gave him the answer right after the 24 20. He already knew the answer. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, and this is what I caution always, though. Digging into a mind of a player and what they actually think, because it's so different, especially that caliber of player, yeah. on everything that he's been through. And I caution people a lot of times because you think they mean one thing. And they're saying something else. Now, LeBron is great at giving subliminal messages okay, across the board. We know that throughout the course of his career. So there's a history there. And sometimes you're sitting back, okay, what does he? what is he really trying to say yeah. without saying it? You know, Kobe would just say it. He'll tell you. Okay, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Mike was like that in some ways. Charles was like that. Charles would tell you in a heartbeat. You remember that. That's why he's so, so good on TNT and TV. LeBron is a little bit different. I don't know if he was saying it from that. It is truth in that on, like, you know, they beat us with the Clippers twice. Okay. You can beat some of the best teams like they did Golden State. That double overtime was fantastic. But then you come back and lose. But I think that goes to the inconsistency of the team and the roster, too, on where they're at at this particular place of the season. He's probably frustrated about it, too. Do you think he ends his career with the Lakers? I thought he went in his career in Cleveland. I mean, what do I know? You know, from that perspective, because of what he, you know, valued the most in regards to Cleveland. And again, that's why I it's hard for me because at that elite level, Dan, we, we don't see that a lot. I mean, I don't care if it's football, baseball, hockey, basketball, whatever it is, track and field, uh, Olympic sports, they think different, man. It's a different mindset. And for him to be able to perform the way he's performing at this age and leaving a legacy, would I be surprised? No. Mm. But there's only, I think, as he gets deeper into closer to 40, you got a limited amount of teams that really would take on LeBron James because of the gravity that he brings, and now he's an older player. That was when he was 33, different story. The market is not going to be the same for 40-year-old LeBron James as it is for a 33. It's like Bill Belichick factoring in his age oh. and what he would want, and it scares it scares away teams, I believe. 
And LeBron were, were was probably you, scared too. Were you so? Were you? Did you think the market for Bill Belichick was robust when that happened with New England, or did you say to yourself, "You really don't have a lot of options"? What, what did you think? I didn't think that he would only have one interview, but I think he focused on the Falcons, and that's where he knew that he had a team that had underachieved, and he he could make them better quicker. I didn't think the other teams. I thought Washington might interview him, uh, yeah. just because he grew up in the proximity, you know, Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, that that might be it. But you know, it's like Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's probably not going to get a job, and he's a really good coach. Pete Carroll is not going to get a job this year. It's just, yep. you know, we're we're seeing. I mean, this all happened, and you throw in Nick Saban. I could just, it was such a crazy week or two where these coaches were getting fired, not hired, or retiring, and they may not get hired anytime soon. Well, I mean, with Bill, too, you think about it. Cleveland fired, not successful, but you got to New England, you had a great owner, you drafted great. Tom Brady ended up being one of the greatest quarterbacks, maybe the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. So, that worked perfectly for that time period. And you know, as you age out in sports, boy, that's age out in business. The reason why they put retirements in for a certain, at a certain period of time, your market value is not the same. And it's unfortunate, but did Bill want more control too, from the front office perspective? Maybe Atlanta was a team he looked at and said, not only, could I have control from a coaching perspective, but in the front office also have that control. And a lot of teams I know weren't willing, just talking to a lot of football guys I know, weren't willing to give that up. Oh, there's no question. There's no question that he would want to go in and be Bill Belichick and run, run the organization. And, you know, I think that's where these other, you know, franchises probably didn't want to, they weren't entertaining that either. So I don't know. I think he takes one year off, does TV, and then maybe you get you know, Philadelphia. You know, they fire their head coach Nick Sirianni if they don't meet the you know, mm-hmm. go to the conference title game. If the Cowboys don't go to the conference title game, Mike McCarthy's last year. I could see that. Before I let you go, here was the question: How much of that performance by Luca was a reaction to the criticism he got after the Suns game, the thing with the fan, or was it just one of those crazy wild nights? So, I would say I would say a combination because Luke Luke is sensitive from from the perspective of he listen. You got rabbit ears. You hear and see everything today. You can't you in today's world with social media and everything. You can't get away with. It. Don't don't say that you don't listen. You don't. I don't know. It's impossible. It is whether that's somebody telling you that or you pop open a, your X feed or Instagram, whatever it may be. You're gonna hear it. Local, what whatever it is. So whether that the fuel to the fire was the fact that now it's a lot easier for players to get fans ejected. Back when we were playing, we had hecklers all the time. Remember Robert? Uh, what was Robert? Their attorney's name in D.C. Oh, what Robin, was Robert? Robin Ficker. 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 Oh, he would sit right behind the bed. It was now he wouldn't say anything racial, but he was classic, and you couldn't get rid of him until something happened. It was one in Cleveland. I think it was one in Detroit. It was un—I mean, unreal. I mean, unbelievable. Okay, but how uh, personal are they getting with you? No, nah, I mean, one time, I mean, Grim Buckner drawing up a play, and he's in the back. He said, "Emmy Jackson, 
Amon Mashburn, Ace and Kid. I don't know why you're playing. None of y'all got any J's. I mean, say, <laughs> say, say stuff like that. But, and he will hold up a chalkboard behind. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh you know, just at some point, you look forward to actually seeing and listening <laughs> to what he's going to say. But, you know, I think Luca, he's at that point of his career, too, where the Mavericks have been in between. They got to Western Conference Finals, okay? Can you get over the top? Yeah. And it seems like we don't talk about Dallas, but because of the roster construction, especially in the Western Conference, it makes it more difficult to put him in that conversation because he hasn't won yet. But he's been to the Western Conference Finals. It's great to talk to you as always. Always, man. Hey, listen, can you send me some of that, that concoction? You, you want got some right moonshine? That, that peppermint bark, you don't get that in Zanesville, bro. That no. don't you don't it don't grow there. Bro. I'm uh I'm I'm maybe salted caramel. Give you some of that. <laughs> no, wasn't no. that your Can nickname? Was that your nickname at Ohio State? Salted caramel? Not salted caramel. I'm close though. <laughs> it was listen, but make sure I compare it with a nice cigar. You got to make sure oh. I compare it with a nice cigar. If I can do that, moonshine it is. Well, maybe I'll send it to Jordan, too, because he loves his cigars as well. Did you ever have a cigar with Jordan? Think I didn't? Oh, man. That's how how I got into cigars. Oh, okay. Because Mike? Because Ron Harper, during their second three-peat, I used to go to Chicago with him, and they would do it. You know Mike used to smoke on the way to the game. In in his Ferrari? Which one? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing Mike uh, pull up, you know, at the Chicago Stadium in his car, uh-huh. and uh, and he would get out and he would have a cigar going. He'd be yeah, having a cigar, suit, on, suit on, having a cigar. Um, Must be nice, bro. Yeah, yeah, living the life. <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy. Good to talk to you again. Always, man. That's Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT, Clippers analyst and Fox College basketball analyst. We'll take a break. We're back after this to close up shop. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. By the way, DraftKings has the odds. Color of the first bucket of Gatorade poured on winning head coach. Let's go around the room, Todd. The color of the first bucket of Gatorade poured on the winning head coach. Which color has the best odds? I'm going to go the Fruit Punch Red. All righty. Seton O'Connor. I'm going to go purple. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Purple. Nailed it. All right. Second best odds. Marvin? Blue. Paulie? Uh, checking my notes, I would have thought orange would be the winner. Orange is third. Wow. Yellow-green combo, second. Then orange-blue-red clear, and then no Gatorade bath. We will ask this question to our gamblers tomorrow on the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast with Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan the graphics guy. So that's according to DraftKings. You know what I did one time? This is the first time I've ever said this. <laughs> I was on the sidelines for a Super Bowl, prior to the Super Bowl, and I went over and checked the Gatorade. I went over, actually checked the Gatorade. And then I uh, called one of my friends. I said, uh, hey, I got the color of the Gatorade. He goes, seriously? I said, yeah. Now, it's a prop bet, so you can only bet so much. Insider trading? Yes, what are you doing? It was. Well, it was the wrong Gatorade that they poured on the coach. <laughs> Set up. <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay, uh, let's see. How about this day in sports history, Paul? Just got a couple for you here. Uh, you like this? In 1920, Joe Malone of the Quebec Bulldogs set an NHL record at the time with seven goals in a game. Mm. Well, shout out to Joe. 1961, they approved in Houston, Texas, financing for the Superdome. The mm. Houston, I'm sorry, the, wonder of the world. Houston Astrodome, I should say. Yeah. Um, 1961. 1999, Fritzy, the Denver Broncos won Super Bowl 33. What was the score? That was 34-19. Yep. There it is. That's it. And they beat Dan Reeves, their former coach. Yeah. John Elway MVP as well. Uh, anything else in there? Uh, Cowboys beat the Bills 52-17. to Which time? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Uh, let's see. Final results of the poll question, Seton O'Connor. We have many poll questions okay. for you today. Okay, all righty. 
Many, numerous. Okay. Uh, if you were Greg Olson, which would you, or actually, who would you rather have in the booth? Uh, <laughs> Greg Olson or Tom Brady? Right now, 73% of the audience have Greg Olson. Okay. Greg Olson should stay at Fox by this time. Or get out and find a new home. 71 have him finding a new home. And then, would you rather be the Lions offensive coordinator or the head coach of the Commanders? <laughs> That's at 70% the OC of uh, the Lions. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that. You could be the head coach. And it's the Commanders. And Ben Johnson, maybe you'll have some other opportunities next year. Yes, Paul. Remember, all our polls are hypothetical. Like, if you're actually offered this job, you take it. I would think. Yeah. Todd, what'd you learn today? Julianne in San Diego wrongly assured her big Lions fan husband that although they went twice on a fourth down, Detroit would not lose by a field goal. Seton O'Connor. M. Axon's got no J. (laughs) (laughs) Marvin. Jim Jackson, the best. Yeah, he is good. Uh, Paulie? Ace and kid. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.